I found my wife's Craigslist ad that she used to cheat on me with anonymous strangers again and again. By pure accident, I was signed into my wife's Google account. I went to check a text from my cousin, but it was her account instead. I found and read every text regarding this whole thing from the very beginning. It started in early November. She posted an ad on Craigslist for NSA, which is no strings attached adult encounters. I had planned a business trip in December and she was was planning this all to happen while I was out of town. She posted two different ads. The first one was to do the deed with a couple, a three-way. The second ad summarized, written as it was, said, you would come into my house. It would be dark. You would go into the bedroom and you would have your way with me. I want to be used and left satisfied. I confirmed that at least two different men did the deed with my wife. I know she performed acts on them as well. She sent and received many fully revealing pictures with many other men and some women. In some of the texts, she said that this would be an ongoing thing as I usually leave for a few days every month or every other month. We have only been married a little over a year, but we dated three years before getting married. She explains to some of the men that she has only had a boring time doing the deed with me for the last four years. After I found out and recorded everything, saved web pages, screenshots, took notes, etc., I took a shower because I felt dirty and disgusted. Graced. I then confronted her about it. She didn't deny anything. She says she still loves me and that we can work it out. She's willing to sacrifice anything to make it work. I packed up my stuff and left. Right now, I'm living in my dad's. My gut instinct is to get my own place, wait a few weeks to clear my head, and then file for divorce. I am disgusted by this whole thing. All I can think about are the details and some of the texts. My imagination is getting to me. My parents are the only ones who know as of right now. My mom agrees with me and thinks that I should just leave. My dad having experience being cheated on as well, is telling me to wait a bit, clear my head, talk to her, and then see what happens then. I need perspective from you. I need advice from people who don't know me. Please tell me what you honestly think. I'm 30 years old and I feel like my life is crushed. All of the plans we had, the house, the kids, the career, I feel like all of that has been taken away from me. I'm going to the doctor today to get a full STD test. She's making it hard enough for me though. I do love her more than anything, at least... I did. I feel so hurt, empty, and angry right now. I miss my dogs, and I'm trying to see if I can afford to get an apartment this weekend so I can get them back. Right now, I'm removing my name from all of our accounts. I'm separating everything I can from her. Later on, there was a big update to this where the OP said, I need to explain something to everyone. You always read how people find out about their spouse or boyfriend and girlfriend cheating, and the immediate hive mind is a lawyer up, hit the gym, etc. But you need to know it's not as easy as that. This is the person I've loved for a good chunk of my life. The love that I have for that person doesn't just immediately go away. I will say my love changed on a certain level that I can't explain. With that said, it has been six days since I found out. I've talked to her multiple times and we've talked through text and through email and also in person. It's very hard to throw away your entire life that you've built with someone, to throw away all the lifelong plans you had together, career, house, kids, etc. Also, I can tell she actually regrets it. I know she is sorry, but I can never trust her again. I'll always wonder whenever she gets a text or whenever I leave out of town for a few days if she'll be doing the deed with some random guy again. I just cannot live like that for the rest of my life. I deserve better. So here's what I've done so far. I found my own apartment. I move in tomorrow and I get my dogs back. I've sold my car. I'm very sad about this, but I can't afford to keep my Scions payment. Things are starting to look up. I don't want anything we bought together or anything to remind me of her. I'm basically moving into an empty apartment with only a couch I got for free from my work and my computer desk and chair. I'll slowly start buying things which I can afford without my car payment now. She cries when we talk and it makes me sad. I'm sad 
for our broken relationship and I'm also sad for her because I feel like she really does regret it. This has been the most difficult thing I've ever had to deal with. I feel like I have two paths in front of me that will affect my life forever. One path I can take her back, give her a second chance that will fork into either her doing it again or me regretting the decision or it will focus into having a great marriage forever. The other path is me moving on with my life and not looking back. It's hard to know what decision is the right one. I wish I could see myself 20 years from now and still be able to tell. If I knew without a doubt that she would never hurt me again and that our marriage would work, I think I would do it. But what do you think I should do? This is terrible. Imagine if he never found out via this way and he ended up with some STD or if she got pregnant by somebody else. A lot of people are pointing out stuff like this, where in a scenario like that, he would think that he is the father of this baby, not knowing that she had been doing the deed with all kinds of random people. And that's only what he found. Who knows what else there is out there? That could be the tip of the iceberg. A lot of people also said she regrets getting caught. And that's probably what she seems so regretful about, not necessarily the fact that she did it. I mean, even if she wanted to do this, why would she tell random people that she's been unsatisfied for four years? She didn't need to explain that at all if it wasn't something that was actually on her mind. Nobody's going to be pressing her to give her that kind of explanation. They're just going to do this deed with her and move on. And if all of those things were an issue, why didn't she just talk with the OP about it? If it was really that bad, at least bring it up because from the way he describes it, he sounds completely blindsided and hurt by this. Like he never even knew this was a problem to begin with. So if any of you guys have ever been something like this yourself, what did you do and what would you do if you had to go through it again? Let me know down below. I'm a woman who dated a man for eight years and it turned out the entire time he was using me as cover because he was in love with my twin brother and now they are in a relationship together. Am I the jerk for ripping up my brother's apology letter and screaming at him, just leave me alone, we aren't family? Here's some context. When I was 17 years old, I was in a relationship with my twin brother's best friend, Jake, and it lasted eight years until we all finished college and my ex had gotten enough money off his extremely religious parents to get a head start in life. If you don't know where this is going, my brother and Jake were together the whole time and used me as a cover because my feelings didn't matter. My brother had been out since his teens, which is why they came up with the idea to use me so his parents wouldn't get suspicious. My parents were angry with my brother and even cut contact for a year, but they all made up and have been pushing me since for us to speak. I refused to speak to my brother due to how they dismissed me when everything came out and Jake literally said, you wouldn't understand. I had no other choice. My brother was worse. Like I get where Jake was coming from because his parents are nuts, but I didn't deserve to be treated like that. It's been five years since everything came out and I'm currently pregnant with twins with my soon to be husband. My brother and Jake moved back to our hometown last year and they've both been trying via family slash friends, even co-workers to get me to talk. My mother begged me to sit down like an adult and not to let the past ruin my son's chance at having a relationship with their uncle. The hate that I have for my only sibling is ruining our family and my mental health. A few hours ago, I stopped by for lunch to show my parents some photos and guess who was there? The happy couple. I was literally in shock for a few minutes. Then when my brother tried to hug me, I pushed him away. I got so worked up, I physically couldn't stop shaking at this. My brother and Jake tried to apologize, talk about what happened and beg for a relationship. I was in tears and I begged them to leave me alone. At the end, my brother handed me a letter and said, I really wish things could be different. You're my sister, my twin. I do love you and it kills me that we don't have each other anymore. So basically, I lost it. I ripped up the letter screaming that we aren't family and I just want him to leave me alone. I walked out after that and had to go get a taxi because I was too upset to drive. Since then, my parents and family members have told me that I'm cruel and bitter and I need to stop living in the past and get over it. I'd like to answer a few questions 
questions before I go. First question, after eight years, didn't you see any signs? Well, basically my brother and ex were always close and I obviously never thought they'd do something like that to me. Like, your brother is meant to protect you from the bad guys. The next question is, what kind of relationship did you and Jake have? Well, we lived together for two years and we did everything a normal couple does. So I hope that clears up a lot of curiosity about our bedroom life. Another question being, why are you more angry at your brother than Jake? I hate Jake and I will never forgive him. But I did and still do pity his situation with his parents. The reasons I'm more angry at my twin brother should be obvious. What do you plan to do with your parents? As of now, I will go no contact until my babies are born and at least three months old so I can be in the right headspace. Are you in therapy? Yes. It helped me love myself again and trust people. I'm in a way better place than I was a few years ago. Did what happened give you a negative view of the LGBT community? Of course not. My brother and Jake hurt me, not the whole community. Let's not forget that the real people that cause this whole thing are anti this community. So am I the jerk for ripping up my brother's apology letter and screaming at him just to leave me alone and that we aren't family? Jake and the OP's brother wasted eight years of this poor OP's life. Rather than keeping her in the loop or trying to explain the situation, they let this go on for eight years and didn't say anything, presumably until she found out about the whole thing and now has permanently ruined her relationship with her brother and thus put all this stress on her family. That just seems like such a cruel thing to do to someone that you supposedly love, in this case, your sibling. In response to someone else, the OP actually said that the honest truth is if they told me the truth from the get-go and asked me to be his fake girlfriend, I probably would have done it so my brother could have been happy. So the OP even admits if they just would have been honest and explained this, she would have gone along with it and helped them out because she feels very bad for Jake because of the way that his parents are. And this entire time, Jake is just going through the motions of pretending to be with this girl. I mean, it's one thing that the brother can just send off someone else, in this case, Jake, to keep up this act. But if you're actually the one who has to do it yourself, Jake, and the OP says that they did everything a normal couple would do, spending time together, etc. That's not only just wasting the OP's time, that's wasting Jake's time as well. So no one wins from this. I mean, the outcome is that they get to be together, Jake and the OP's brother, but it's hard to imagine a worse way to get to that outcome than this. I mean, even if they just met up in secret over the years, that probably would have been a better outcome than pretending to be in a romantic relationship for eight years with your sister. That is wild. One of the top comments said, no one, not your brother, not your parents, no one gets to determine when you should be over it. You are not obliged to accept any apology ever and tell your parents if they can't respect your feelings and your decision, they will no longer be a part of you or your children's lives. So if this was you in this situation, if you were the OP, would you forgive the brother and jerk or not a jerk and why? Am I the jerk for having a trashy piercing while pregnant. I'm having my first baby soon and my OBGYN is on vacation. I tried to make sure I had all my questions asked before she went, but something came up this week and I figured I would just ask the on-call doctor. When I got to the clinic for my checkup, the nurse came in and after the usual, I asked if I could talk to the on-call doctor. She said they were running behind and might not be able to see me today, so she asked me what is the problem and she said she could help determine if I really needed to talk to the doctor or not. It's also worth noting that maybe I don't remember ever talking with this nurse previously. I asked her what I should do about my CHP, which is a not safe for work area piercing that I've had for six plus years. She looked at me blankly, so I elaborated. She then kind of rolled her eyes and told me she wasn't getting the on-call doctor to ask about that, and I would need to figure out what to do with my body jewelry on my own. I told 
told her I would really like to get the doctor's take on it. So I was going to need her to ask or let me talk to the doctor. She went on the computer for a minute and typed a bit and then said I could just take it out. And that's what the clinic protocol said. I asked her if I could put a retainer in to keep it safe or replace it after birth. And she told me I should take the opportunity to, quote, let go of trashy piercings and leave it since I was becoming a mom. I was shocked. When I told my friends about it, most of them were shocked too. But another friend who was studying to be a nurse said it was rude of me to make her uncomfortable and would be wrong of me to report her or anything because it's not her job to have to listen to unsolicited information about, quote, kinky stuff. And I was violating her consent in that conversation, which is something that happens too often to medical workers. With that context, I started wondering if I was the jerk. Should I have called my piercer instead? Was I out of line in asking her such a personal question and pressing for an answer when she clearly didn't approve? Was I the jerk for having a trashy piercing while pregnant? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The friend who's studying to be a nurse says that it's not her job to listen to any unsolicited information about her body. Isn't that the exact thing that her job is to do, to listen to information about a patient's body? And it wasn't unsolicited. She asked a question in response to the OP asking a question, which is the whole point of being at the doctor's office in this case. I've heard of a lot of situations where doctors or medical staff will try and impose their religious morality on patients in ways that are direct or indirect in situations like this. But I've never heard of someone just say, take this opportunity to let go of your trashy piercings. I'm guessing what really happened here is they were probably super stressed out and actually were really behind schedule. And the nurse here, for whatever reason, didn't deem this important enough to interrupt the flow that the doctor was probably on in terms of taking care of the patients in order. She's probably trained to prioritize based on severity and she probably saw this as a non-severe situation a non-time sensitive situation so she didn't even want to bother the doctor i'm guessing that's how she saw it but the way it came off was not a good look at all let me know what you would do if somebody said this to you when you went to the doctor down below and jerk or not a jerk and why am i the jerk for not sharing my dinner with my diabetic roommate and causing him to have a hypoglycemic episode i'm a 23 year old male and i rent with three guys ty michael and simon simon has diabetes and he's having a hard time 
time managing it. Here's how the problem started. I'm the last to get home. I arrive at 8 p.m. when all the guys are home. Every time I try to order food from the restaurant, I'd ask the guys if they want to order as well. They say no at first, but once my food arrives, they gather around me in the living room and help themselves to my food. It irked me a lot since it kept happening and I'm too nice to tell them off. Days ago, I come home. Simon is sitting on the couch. The other guys were still out. Before I ordered food, I again asked if he wanted me to order him something and he said no. This time, to avoid having to share my food, I decided to go eat in my room once the food arrived. I'm not going to lie, I got some looks from Simon, but I thought nothing of it. I went to bed at 11 p.m. and around 2 a.m., I woke up to loud knocking on my door. I then opened the door and Ty yelling, saying Simon just had a hypoglycemic episode and Michael drove him to the hospital after I refused to share my dinner with him earlier. From what I understand, he didn't eat for hours and was counting on eating dinner with me, but I took the food to my room and he didn't get any. Ty and I started arguing after he called me selfish for hiding slash withholding the food and letting Simon go through this, knowing he's a diabetic and he can't stay without food for long periods of time. He thanked God they recognized his symptoms and took him to the hospital early. I said, I already asked if Simon wanted to eat and he said no. Ty said it's because Simon was gonna say that because he has no money to buy food and was hoping I'd share but I hid it instead. I said I wasn't obligated to pay for others food which set him off on me about how horrible my attitude was over a few dollars but money is an issue for me. Simon hasn't talked to me but Michael and Ty kept blaming me and said that they no longer trust me around Simon. Moreover Michael calls Simon's parents. I had an argument with him because of this and he said I have no excuse for treating a diabetic like that. I've been getting a lot of bashing from them over that and I have been feeling incredibly guilty thinking I might have contributed to this in a way. But am I the jerk for not sharing my dinner with my diabetic roommate and causing him to have a hypoglycemic episode? So from the way the story is told, Simon didn't actually ask the OP for food once the food arrived. Or if he did, the OP is omitting that from the story. The situation becomes a whole lot more sad when he says he doesn't have money to buy food. I mean, that's a totally different situation than somebody who's just being lazy and doesn't want to order their own food or whatever. But if he literally doesn't have money to get food, even with little to no money at all, getting anything to share was probably the right move there because everyone goes through hard times like that and sometimes people just need help. But I think the real issue here is that Simon didn't clearly communicate that he did need help, at least from the way the OP tells it. Maybe it would have been a different situation if he said, I would like food, but I don't have money. And maybe the OP would have said, okay, well, I'll get apples instead, something that can be enough for both of us. But maybe Simon didn't say that out of embarrassment or some other reason. But in this case, let me know what you would do. And do you think he is the jerk or not for not sharing his dinner? Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notification bell and follow the podcast.